We're talking here about shikha by olive trees. Um, as we said before, you can't have shikha by trees, and here we're talking about olives on the trees. The question that the uh, Mishnah wants to address is, um, when is olive tree produce forgotten? That is to say, if you'll remember it at a later date, is it called forgotten? No. And the answer is no. If the tree is somehow memorable, such that in the course of your harvest, you skipped over it and didn't harvest that tree. But at a later time, you'll remember that tree specifically and say, oh, how did that particular tree produce or what happened with its harvest or I forgot to harvest it. If you'll remember subsequently that you never harvested that particular olive tree, so then there is no shikha for that tree. So the Mishnah will set out the rules for what makes for an unforgettable olive tree. Kol zayis sheyesh lo Any olive tree that has a name in the field. This could be a name of renown. Afilo kazayis senatofa bishato. For example, the olive tree called natofa. Natofa is the word like to drip, meaning that perhaps it was it was so um, productive in making oil-rich, oil-dense olives that in certain years the oil dripped right out of the olive itself while it was still on the tree, which is extraordinary and be memorable. Um, bishato in its heyday. That is to say, this is a tree that doesn't this year necessarily um, produce these super amazing succulent olives, but it had in the past. Um, the word afilu is difficult to understand, and, and there are gears that doesn't have it, probably shouldn't be there. So it reads, and then kol zayis sheyesh lo any tree of renown in the field, kazayis natofa bishato, like, for example, the renowned natofa olive tree or olives, um, in their heyday, they were actually Natofa, they were dripping. Other Pshatam is that Natofa was a particular place, that's a Ramam Shita, and it means they were imported olive trees. In any case, since this is a memorable, specific, known, renowned tree, Ushachacho, um, if one would forget it, Eino Shecha, nevertheless, the olives on that tree aren't Shecha, meaning they're not automatically given as gifts to the poor, because a person will remember later on and inquire, oh, what happened to that particular, you know, on the Tofa tree, and they'll remember that it hadn't been harvested. The Medavar Mamurim, um, how do these apply, these notions? In other words, when could a tree be a tree of renown that one would um, not ultimately ever forget it? If, for example, Bishmo, it had a particular name, you actually called your tree, you know, Old Oily, the tree, you'd remember a particular name, like a pet, it had a name, Uvamasav, or it's a renowned tree in the way it produces, does something unusual, Uvamakomo, or if it had a particular place um, in the olive grove that makes it memorable, a specific location. Bishmo, for example, if it had an, a specific name, Shifchoni, O Vaishani. If its name was Shifchoni, you know, Old Oily, the the, the pouring tree, it doesn't translate, of course, exactly in English, Shofech uh, is to pour, so the pouring producing tree. Or Vaishani, two different Shatan here, either Vaishani means that it was, um, it embarrassed the other trees, put them to shame because it produced so much. Or it could be that it itself is embarrassed because it doesn't produce. Or it could be Aramaic bish, which means bad, like the bad tree that doesn't produce. In either case, the point is whether it produces in a way that's extraordinarily a lot or unusually little. Um, if it has a name um, that one could refer to it, he'll only wonder what happened to that particular tree since he knows it by individual identity and therefore will never forget it. And therefore, if he happens to temporarily overlook it when he harvests olives, that tree, the stuff that's on the tree, will not be um, shechah. Bamasav, how would particular act work? That's Shehu Osa Harba. This particular tree is known to, you know, have a specifically large yield. 
of olives, and therefore a person will always remember it's ultimately to, you know, compare notes, see how it produced this year. Uvumukomo, alternatively, it could be that it has a specific, specific location that's memorable. For example, Shu Omid Bitsara Gas, it's the tree that stands beside the wine press, or Bitsara Pirza, or next to the break in the fence, whatever the case, since it's a particularly memorable tree because of its location, ultimately it will be remembered, and therefore there's no Shikha by that tree. Usharkola Zasim, other kind of trees that haven't got any specific memorable, renowned feature to them. Shnaim Shecha, if one overlooks one or two of these trees and doesn't harvest them, so the olives in those trees are Shecha, Ushlosha Enon Shecha. But, like we saw previously when it came to other um, piles and so, if there are um, three trees in a row that were skipped, they're not called Shecha. Rabbi Yossi, Omer, Ein Shecha Lezeisim. Rabbi Yossi holds that there's no such thing as Shecha when it comes to olive trees. According to the Batanur, the reason why is because um, Rabbi Yos lived in the time of the Hadrianic persecutions. And at that time, um, Hadrian had essentially destroyed all the olive trees um, in Eretz Yisrael. And therefore, if there happened to be an olive tree in one's garden, then it was something extraordinary. And of course, a person would never forget it. And therefore, there's no such thing as Shecha. But according to that shot, that's only applicable in the time of Rabbi Yossi and the subsequent years when olive trees were extraordinarily scarce and would have no application in another time and place when they uh, were readily available.